Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at cnjradio.com. And if you're listening to this show in any other way on any other site, if they've got a star rating and review thing going on, then please leave a nice star rating and review on there. All right, thank you very much. All right, we're going to revisit a theme that we haven't done in a long time and catching up on a lot of people that have fallen onto this list, and that's an apropos word because we used to call it the fallen. I think I'm going to start calling it something else. Um, you know, just to put a new coat of paint on it. And in the past, we had done these episodes with friend of the show, Logan. It's hard for myself and Logan to get our schedules uh, together lately. Still friends. We're all good. And I know maybe I might have been wearing them out on these death episodes just a little bit. So next time I have them on, we're going to do something more fun and, and more positive, honestly. So that being said... Let's catch up on some of our fallen artists here and, uh, you know, people that have recently passed on. If you contributed to music in any way, whether you're a singer, a musician, a producer, a songwriter, if you had an effect on me in any kind of positive way, then I'm going to pay tribute to you here on these episodes. Maybe a couple of non-music people as well. Sometimes we touch on those, but uh, only if they're like just a real big deal. So that's the gig. That's how you get in. So uh, this is a stellar list here that we got for you on the show today some people you won't be expecting to hear about or hear from honestly and we're going all the way back damn near a year and a half back uh, up to the beginning of the summer basically in 2018 so the good news is we haven't had this like huge rash of musical deaths like we had had in years prior and that's a good thing uh, but there's still a lot of people to go through here so i'm going to try to get through these uh, here and there uh, before the year is up so come along with me here first guy we're going to talk about here passed away right there at the beginning of the summer last year in 2018 a guy named nick knox and nick was a drummer and he was the longest tenured drummer for the cramps and for their most noteworthy period as well so the guy is definitely legit enough to be on this list and his drumming was such a big part of the cramps yeah i don't think he even had a whole lot of pieces on his kit there uh, but he made it sound like the most important thing uh, here's proof positive right here and the cramps could really do a cover really well uh that's one thing i really love about them especially not just because they're like psychobilly legends but because they can take a song and just make it their own and uh, like i said i picked this one because nick really shines on this one especially you've heard this song a ton of times but maybe you haven't heard the cramps version so let's write that wrong as a way to pay tribute to nick knox right here so turn it up as loud as you can this is the cramps and their version of surfing bird Bad, Bad answer. Answer. 
from the killer 1979 EP Gravest Hits. Mostly covers right there, but that was the Cramps, their version of the Trashmen, Surfing Bird. Everybody knows that song, right? Yeah, so good stuff right there. Rest in peace, Nick Knox. Really fun drummer that you were there. And here's something that doesn't come up too much when we do these episodes. I'm going to do a twofer, uh, celebrate two different artists that have passed on, and uh, as kind of another way to give somebody a double shot of someone of mega importance that I didn't have time last year to do a proper tribute show to, and I should have. So let's have a little bit of consolation prize here. And like I said, we're celebrating two different artists that passed on. So we'll solve the mystery after this twofer. So come along with me on this legendary, amazing double shot of greatness right here. Enjoy.
All right, what a great double shot that was, I gotta say. I do know how to pick them. And, you know, in case you're wondering about the mystery artist here uh, that was a part of that twofer, you have to go back to the first song that we played. So, of course, it's an Aretha Franklin double shot, technically. And the first song there was a re-recording of Aretha's classic Think, which was featured uh, prominently in the Blues Brothers movie in 1980, one of my favorite movies of all time. The reason I played that version especially is because longtime Blues Brothers guitar player and had his own records out in, in his own right, Matt Guitar Murphy. Uh, he also passed away at the beginning of the summer last year. So yeah, I always remember that name. So when his name popped up uh, on the obituaries last year, I was like, oh my God, I know Matt Guitar Murphy. Who doesn't know him if you know one of the greatest movies of all time? And he actually played, if you remember, Aretha Franklin's husband in that movie. So another reason to play Think right there to celebrate both of them. And of course, continuing on with the Aretha Franklin tribute, that was her version of Jumpin' Jack Flash. Of course, the iconic Rolling Stones classic. And the reason I played that, in case anybody was really wondering or questioning why I would play that, uh, you know, there's so many Aretha Franklin songs almost anything will do but I, I really wanted to put that one on there as my tribute to her because that was actually the first time I took notice of Aretha I was about six years old it was 1985 she had recorded this version and it was all over MTV and stuff like that and it was for the movie Jumpin' Jack Flash with Whoopi Goldberg and you know that I love that version it actually I, I gotta say that might have been the first time I even recall hearing the song Jumpin' Jack Flash at all I didn't really grow up on the original so I, for, for all I know that was the first time I heard it and she just kills it on that song and the added bonus uh, you got Keith Richards and Ron Wood in there playing guitar and you can argue about the production if you want but I still think that's a killer version so just uh, puts a smile on my face so there you go Aretha Franklin Jumpin' Jack Flash. I think I even read somewhere along the line that Keith Richards said he wrote that song for Aretha Franklin and it never happened uh, until like 20 years after the fact so there you go fun fact there. All right, now here's somebody you probably didn't expect to hear on Rock Strikes 10, mostly because when this guy ever put any records out, they were pretty much country music based. But I think you can forgive it because, you know, this guy was a big part of a lot of cool movies, me growing up and just as an adult. So a lot of you obviously know Burt Reynolds passed away last year. And, you know, 100% I think Burt gets a pass just for Smokey and the Bandit and Boogie Nights right there. Those are two great performances, two different kinds of movies, equal kinds of greatness. So we got to uh, put Burt Reynolds on this playlist here because uh, how could you not? The man even recorded his own records. Uh, not not the best singer in the world, and he would probably be the first one to tell you that after he's punched you in the face for saying it. But uh, yeah, it, this is something that they put out. I think it was part of the Smokey and the Bandit sequel, if I want to say. Not the best movie ever. The last 10 minutes was pretty good. But uh, yeah, I'd say stick with uh, watching the original Smokey and the Bandit if you're going to go in that direction. But like I said, they let Bert sing on the uh, soundtrack for the sequel. So I have some audio from that right here. So as we pay tribute to the late great Burt Reynolds in the Man Hall of Fame right here, this is Let's Do Something Cheap and Superficial. Though your hair is all in tangles And your makeup is a mess The most of what you're drinking Is spilling down your dress And to keep from falling off your bar stools About all that you can do 
I'll make my proposition Cause I'm just as drunk as you Let's do something cheap and superficial Let's do something that we might regret Let's do something shabby and insensitive This might be the only chance we get You got lipstick showing on your teeth And run down your hose Where you got that cheap perfume God only knows Now I'll be glad to have you home Long before daylight The sun is your worst enemy Thank God it's dark tonight Let's do something cheap and superficial Let's do something that we might regret Let's do something shabby and insensitive This might be the only chance we get This might be the only chance we get All right, there you go. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Man, he hung in there until the age of 82. I didn't know that, but there you go. That was Burt Reynolds. Let's do something cheap and superficial. Yes, that's the best performance I could come up with by him. But I don't want to let Burt go without uh, playing the song for him there. So it might have been more appropriate to play something like, you know, he's bounding down or something like that. But come on, man, the guy is sing on a record. So you got you to hear that once, right? Maybe once is enough. Okay, anyway, love you, Burt. Safe travels. And once again, officially, that was from the Smokey and the Bandit 2 original film soundtrack from 1980. While uh, not a uh, great movie, I do see that Smokey and the Bandit 2 was still pretty popular with the box office going crowd because it was like the 8th highest grossing movie of the year. So there you go. We did make less movies back then. Just saying. Okay, sorry. It's not a roast of Burt Reynolds. I love Burt Reynolds. So yeah, let me just uh, move on before I dig a hole even further. Uh, Go watch Smokey and the Bandit and Boogie Nights especially. Okay. Uh, here's a guy, this is one of the other reasons why we do a show like this, because a guy like this can pass away, and a lot of people, you know, just won't know it. Not a household name, but this guy, Alan Longmere, played on some great pop rock records, so definitely got to put him here on this playlist. Alan was a longtime bass player for the Bay City Rollers, and yes, I do like me some Bay City Rollers, Uh, and uh, he was a big part of that band, so simple as that. Sometimes that's all you need just to get on this show. So here's one of my favorite songs that Alan played on as a bass player from their 1976 record of the same name. This is Rock and Roll Love Letter.
but there you go. Rock and Roll Love Letter by the Bay City Rollers. Good stuff right there. I hope you enjoyed that. Nothing like doing some upbeat pop rock in the face of death. So even though these shows can be a bit of a downer, you know, I try to sprinkle it in there with some positivity and some fun. And I think that's what they would want too. So that's, I'm pretty sure that's what they would want. So yeah, enjoy their stuff. Uh, go check it out if you haven't before. Uh, so here's another reason why we do a show like this, because uh, this guy here, not even close to being a household name because he was a behind the scenes guy. But this is, like I said, just searching for these kind of things. And sad to find this out because this guy definitely had a million dollar ear or a pair of them for sure. A guy named David Bianco. He was a producer and record engineer. Uh, so he would, you know, he would do both. Uh, so he was a double threat behind the board. And, you know, he's got a lot of great credits one thing I did notice reading his obituary is that he, he was a Grammy winner. And, you know, not a big Grammys guy here, but I gotta say, and I've said this quite a bit to anybody who would ask me or would listen, is that uh, I think one of the best sounding records of all time, like if I had to make like a top five of the, the best engineered albums of all time, Wildflowers by Tom Petty would definitely make that list. And he was the engineer on that record. That's what he won his Grammy for, is for Wildflowers. So uh, definitely one of the times where the Grammys got it right was giving one out here to mr david bianco so i definitely wanted to include him here on this list so let's play something from wildflowers something you might not have heard a ton of times you could really pick anything off this album because it never gets old for me uh, but do yourself a favor as a tribute to david go listen to this album like on a pair of headphones just really get everything about it on a good stereo system so so to get you in the mood from wildflowers this is house in the woods
All right, there you go for a guy with a great set of ears once again. Mr. David Biacco. That was House in the Woods by Tom Petty from Wildflowers. Won a damn Grammy for that, and it was very well-deserved. So there you go. That was for you. All right, moving on here. Uh, another slightly behind-the-scenes guy, and arguably uh, a member of one of the great session bands ever. Like, you know, lately people have been talking about the Wrecking Crew a lot, and of course the Wrecking Crew is greatness. But you got to include the Funk Brothers in with, uh, with conversations of the greatest session musicians of all time. Uh, we've lost a whole lot of Motown people just in this last decade, and even just in the last few years. Uh, But this guy, super important guy, and I'm going to give him a twofer as well, uh, just because I think he deserves it. Uh, And one, just one of my favorite things he ever played guitar on, because the guitar is very prominent in it, because he was an electric guitar player, a lead man. And also, the second song we're going to hear is something that he added to a song that you didn't really hear on a lot of Motown records, so it might have been a first at that time. I'm not sure, but it was definitely different. Uh, So you're going to check out some Hall of Fame stuff right here from Motown, of course. Uh, This is for Eddie Willis, uh, who died on August 20th of 2018. Uh, And like I said, this is really kind of an extension for him and a lot of his fallen brothers out there. Uh, So for Eddie Willis, here's a great Motown twofer that you were a big part of. I'll give you some more details on these songs on the back end. Enjoy.
what you say that Papa never watched a day in his life. And Mama, some bad talk going around town saying that Papa had three outside children and another wife. And that ain't right. Heard some talk about Papa doing some storefront preaching, talking about saving souls and all the time leeching.
there you go. A classic, iconic Motown two for right there for the late great Chuck Willis, also known as Chank Willis. We started off with The Temptations, Papa Was a Rolling Stone, not the single edit because we don't do single edits on Rock Strikes 10, not a whole lot at least. And that iconic wah-wah guitar right there that really gave way to the sound of 70s funk and soul right there, an early influence I would say and argue. And then uh, right after that a song that came quite a few years before that song, I Was Made to Love Her by the great Stevie Wonder. And Chuck's contribution to that song was he played the electric zitar on that track. And that's just, like I said, something you really didn't hear in R&B music. So it was a different time in the 60s. A lot of stuff started creeping in. So uh, definitely two big contributions there. And if he hadn't been on those songs, they would not have sounded the same. So another reason to give it up for a guy like that even though he wasn't a household name. This next guy here, definitely a household name, almost needs no introduction. And uh, he actually left us last year, November 12th, 2018, at the age of 95. The man lived a full life, and he will be loved and put up on a pedestal for generations and generations to come, not even exaggerating. Stan the Man Lee, yes, yeah, that guy. Yeah, of course, yeah, Stan is not a musician, did not sing on any records, Uh, but his influence uh, definitely goes beyond the world of comic books and nerd culture and stuff like that. Uh, So we all really felt this one enriched our lives quite a bit. I'm not even a comic book guy, but I respect the journey. I just don't get into them because I have an addictive personality and I started with music and that's where my story is going to be told. Uh, But once again, much respect and all the love for Stan Lee and his many admirers and fans. Uh, So we actually did, uh, myself and Chris, the C of CNJ Radio and host of other shows. We'll talk about that at the end of this episode here. Uh, Years and years ago, we did an episode where, whether it was intended or not, like certain song titles that would just name check uh, Avengers. Like, you know, all the different names of the Avengers and stuff like that. Of course, we we made a full show out of it because they're all out there. And of course, that influence is far-reaching once again. So I, I picked this one to represent Stan Lee thought it was very apropos. I could have picked a lot of different things to represent Stan musically, but I love this track, and I will forever think of Stan Lee when I hear this song. This is a groover. It's great. This is T-Rex with The Avengers.
from 1974's Zinc Alloy and the Hidden Riders of Tomorrow, A Creamed Cage in August. And a mouthful for sure. That was T-Rex, of course, led by the late, great Mark Bolin. And that was me paying tribute to Stan the Manly, who left us last year. So, yeah, rest in peace, Stan. You were definitely the man. All right. Last song we're going to play here. We're kind of going in uh, chronological order here. It's really the only way I can keep track of a lot of these lists, so you've known me to do that if you're a longtime friend of the show. So we're going to end on a uh, kind of another oddity, if you will, leaning more in the uh, country-western direction. But I think you'll like this no matter who you are. And I could not pay tribute to this guy, because this guy was definitely a beast of a musician, and uh, his reputation preceded him. And I know uh, a certain uh, next-level metal musician, John Five, would give it up for this guy, too. So, uh, like me, he definitely grew up on a handful of episodes of Hee Haw. Uh, so Roy Clark passed away last year. And uh, you should definitely go look up. There's a lot of YouTube videos showing love to Roy Clark. Uh, because, like I said, whether it was a six-string or a banjo, uh, that guy was dynamite. See, I was trying to think of something I could play here on Rock Strikes 10 without being too weird or anything. And I couldn't track it down, but I know uh, there's a version that exists of him doing Tobacco Road. But last minute, I just couldn't find it. So I found this, and this is another time, because I, I may not wind up doing a Halloween episode this year. So to uh, hopefully help uh, cushion the blow there a little bit, plus also paying tribute to the late Roy Clark, here's uh, something that might have wound up on that list this year. This is Spooky Movies. When I asked my baby for a date, she said she'd rather stay at home. Up late, said my cold, cold kisses give her chills. But the spooky, spooky movies always give her thrills. My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies. My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies. <laughs> my baby loves the spooky movies. She said if I look like a King Kong A big and hairy and a mean and strong I might have a chance to compete With a thing she calls the creature from the deep My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies <laughs> My baby loves the spooky movies she thinks Dracula is so fine and says Vampira is all time. She tells me I'm just not her kind. I guess the one for her is Frankenstein. My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies. My baby loves the spooky, spooky movies. <laughs> My baby loves the spooky movies. Bow, 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 I think I just figured out the episode title here. Closing off the playlist for the recently deceased. That was Roy Clark and a novelty record of his called Spooky Movies. So yeah, I'm glad I could uh, find that song and bring it to you here on Rock Strikes 10. That's one of the things we do here is find those real neat hidden gems. That was new to me as well, so don't worry. Uh, so hopefully there's some sort of alternate plane where 
Roy's jamming with Jerry Reed right now. Picking and grinning, right? All right, there you go. Rest in peace, Roy Clark. Hope all of you listening have enjoyed this episode. You know, it's a bit of a bummer to talk about a lot of dead artists, but at the same time, trying to shine some positivity on it and celebrate the music that they were somehow a part of, or at least something that makes us think of them, because I did that a couple of times for sure on this episode. So yeah, once again, thanks for tuning in to this episode. It means a lot to me. If you can hear my voice and you're definitely a friend of mine, if you'd like more, go to cnjradio.com for all the episodes of Rock Strikes 10. You can also find all the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 and any other show I mentioned from CNJ Radio on Spotify now. All episodes for free on Spotify. And if Apple Podcasts is your thing, then you can subscribe and leave a review and star rating for us on there as well, of course, as you can do on all these other shows on CNJ Radio the flagship The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions with the great Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, hosted by Chris, Talking Rock with myself and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and the I Am Vinyl Podcast with the great Pete LaRussa and myself from time to time. Go check out all these shows, once again a part of cnjradio.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of your other podcatchers out there, just uh, you know, tell a friend that you're enjoying these shows. It would really make all the difference in the world to me and us over here at CNJ Radio. All right, before we get out of here, last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Space Beard for the awesome outro, the best outro in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information, purchase their latest album, Gone, and tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, and we'll see you on the next one, whatever that may be. Have fun. 